Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast, a member of the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're streaming live via Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, bringing you the latest in fishing tips, gear reviews with our friend from Payne Outdoors, Chris Payne, as well as some local and regional tournament news. We'll bring you on some special guests to talk kayak fishing. Now, let's join John Rapp, your host. Hey guys, uh, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. John Rapp here, November 1st. Wow. That, that sort of blows. It's November, but we got to get through these fall and winter months and look forward to spring. Next week the time changes, so anyway, it it's sort of a, I guess uh, it's a time to reflect and uh, get ready for the following season. What do you say, Brian Schiller? Thank you, buddy, for the new mm-hmm. like. Um, my boy, the pod father from Paddle and Finn. Um, guys, uh, if you get an opportunity for me, go like and share the show. 
do like Brian did, hit that like button so it'll pop up there and I can give you some kudos, some love. Um, tonight I'm going to run solo and uh, just uh, reflect a little bit. Had an opportunity to do a lot of that the last week where I didn't have a show and I sit on a huge, huge carnival cruise line. It was We went out of South Carolina, Beth and I, uh, on a Monday and came back Friday night. Um, got off boat Saturday morning. Made it home by Saturday about 3 o'clock and uh, got unpacked and all that. So, hey Brian, thanks buddy. He shared. So that's another thing you can do. Um, you can go in and you can uh, share the stream. So, let me get everything right here. Um, but yeah, uh, so got a chance to reflect, and, and then when I get back, you know, I get caught up on some of the, the news, because the whole time that Beth and I were out on the water, we were uh, void of any outside news. We didn't have the internet package, we didn't have no cellular, uh, international cellular package or anything like that. So getting back, trying to see what's going on, get caught up. I'll tell you, when you're gone a week, um, you miss a lot. You'd be surprised. Um, but uh, so um, let's talk about the, the, the few things that I brought up on uh, my uh, show notes for tonight was, um, well, I can't even find the notes. Let me see. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, here we go. Well, I hope I got it in there. Anyway, um, wanted to talk a little bit about. Uh, I, I did a survey, I guess, two weeks ago. Well, I can't get into it because I used the polls survey from Facebook, and it's it's connected with my West Virginia kayak anglers account, which you know I don't use anymore. I haven't used it for a couple of years. Greg Kupfer now runs the club, so I, I don't ha have access to that uh, like I did, or, or, or I haven't used it, so it's sort of void. Forgot my passwords, don't, or can't get into it. And plus, it's got a limit. Uh, it froze, freezes at 40, then you got to pay to view everything else. So I'm going to come out, I'm going to do another survey because I want to get feedback from everybody. Um, on what we can do to make the show better what you like and we can keep, uh, what you don't like and we can throw away. Um, I've upgraded a little bit of stuff here. Um, I've got uh, a new iPad which acts as my third monitor and it's a lot faster. It's, uh, instead of a Generation 4 iPad which I was using, I got a Generation 11 so as you can reasonably understand uh, it works and it moves a lot faster and I can run videos on it. So I've got better better ability to do stuff here, um, but I want to I want to make the show better. So that that's my goal for season three. Um, now next week, let me go here and show you this if I can I get the right screen up. Um, nope, nope. There we go. That's it, baby. Okay, screen three. Screen three. I'm showing you the graphic that will be used, that we used last year. Um, next week, the show is going to be dedicated solely 
to Veterans Day to Veterans. As you can see with the graphic that I made here with from Jimmy, um, I reached. I put a post out uh, Monday saying, "Hey, veterans, if you fish, you're a veteran. I want to throw you some love, throw you a salute, and uh, so." You know, uh, send me your your graphic from when you were in the military, and also uh, if you got a graphic fishing, I'll combine it as you can see I did here with Jimmy, where Jimmy was in the army, and then I'll make a video with it, and like I did last year, you know, include you guys to it's just a, a tribute, a salute. You know, I did eight years active duty, um, seven in one stretch, and then I got called to active duty for the war. And 03. Um, so, you know, we all sacrificed, and it doesn't hurt to show a little love. And while I'm thinking of it, I mean, you know, part of the show will talk about us reaching out not only um, to veterans on Veterans Day, but being aware um, that there's a lot of guys out there that hurt, and, uh, that have a lot of pain, that carry a lot of baggage. So, reach out to them. Uh, weekly, daily, especially if you know your buddies that have been overseas. Um, you know, I have personally know we lost one guy from my unit to PTSD. He committed suicide. Um, it was years after the fact, but, you know, it, I, I don't know how to go from there, but, you know, just it's the old saying, 22 a day. So, support these groups to support your veterans. Uh, like Shannon Modisette, the Socks and Cookies, um, uh, the Catch-22, um, Heroes on the Water, you know, all, all of the guys out there that are in groups that, that do the, what they can to support veterans during and before and after their careers. So, but that's what next week's episode is going to be about. I hope uh, all you veterans out there will definitely uh, hit me up, send me a message, and let me include you in this tribute. Um, another thing that uh, was coming up in conversation, you know, me and the guys at work, um, you know, they, they're calling for some bad times to be ahead in the future, and you know. We have seen the past few years a lot of adversity to our economy, to our workplace, and the things like that. And uh, so, you know, with the current administration and, and the way the job outlook looks and inflation, it looks like money's going to be tight. And I'm curious if we have a recession. What your opinions are, guys? Um, hey, Greg. Greg Cuffner, that's my boy there. Um, but uh, I'd like to hear what you guys think about that. Um, will a recession influence our sport? Will it hurt our sport or will it help our sport? In a lot of ways, I think it, it could help. Um, I see guys that who are unemployed because of the upcoming recessions, guys that may be laid off due to uh, lack of work or, or stuff like that, they could be finding themselves having more time to access the water. We all already have lots of our gear, 
you have your kayak, you have your fishing equipment, your your baits, your lures, and things like that. So the only thing that we're lacking might be finances to travel, to compete in tournaments, to go stay in hotels. But I could see clubs like the club Greg runs, so West Virginia Kayak Anglers, um, actually seeing a, a little bit more people getting involved and, and doing the local trail stuff. So I'd like to hear what you guys think about that. Um, hit that live chat button. Oh, let's see, Brad. Recession will help grow the local trails with lower entry versus national trails. I, yeah, I agree with that. I, I totally agree with that. Um, and I think we might see more online uh, fishing where people can not have to travel, but they can pay a $25 entry fee, fish from where they want to fish, and fish all month, uh, and still be competitive and still have that uh, the ability to get with their buddies and, 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 and do things. Um, so I know the recession or things going on in the near future with, with the financial outlook. Um. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, all of us will have to sit down and pull out the checkbooks the bank accounts, the 401ks, uh, the retirements, and they'll look at them and say, hey, this is what I got. I know um, I'm looking at it real hard. Um, after January 27th is my, my, tar my target date may be March 1st. Um, but it's up in the air. It's up in the air. And the reason it's up in the air is because you never know what's going to happen. Um, I, I'm fortunate enough to have a retirement income. That's not going to change. It's going to be, it should come in monthly. And uh, so I have a second job. Uh, do I want to give up that extra income in a time when things can get tight? Um, there's pros and cons that I'm weighing, um, that 401k. If, I, re, if I, I resign from my job, I can cash in my 401k. I can possibly pay off my house. So that's a boon. That's a plus. There's a lot of things going on. So I'm really, guys, I want to hear from you, like Brian there on the screen. Um, I want to hear what your, your thoughts are on how you will react to uh, a, a weak economy, the possibility of staying home. Uh, it, it, in, uh, you know, this is something that West Virginia people, you know, we're used to bad economies. We live in them all the time. 
coal miner families. Actually, you know, in, in reality, when, when the national energy prices are high, for us in West Virginia, it means jobs because people need coal. You know, they got to in this time of year, people got to heat their homes. Uh, power plants got to keep revving up to meet that power demand. Um, that green energy that that's being uh, spouted and talked about, it's got its place and it will have its time. Um, so yeah, well, see, two two more baked. I don't have to think about it. It's how bad? <laughs> yeah, man, uh, I hear you. I had a couple of those just out on the cruise this last week for you, Big Daddy. Um, but most of it was a pirate punch. That rum punch, man, it was it was off the hook. And guys, let's talk about uh, that too. You know, I, I, I want, 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 we talk about uh, affordability. That's why we kayak fish, right? Um, we we can't afford that bass boat. That, a hundred dollars that goes into gas tank. Well, now under this these gas prices is two hundred dollars that goes into gas tank before you even leave to hit the water. Um, you're spending two hundred dollars. That don't happen in kayak fishing. But vacationing, um, if you're looking for a very very economical, affordable way to vacation, I highly recommend you look at a cruise. Um, Beth and I. This is our third one in the last seven years. And uh, we we did really well with it, with it. Uh, what do you say, Anthony? That, that young that young man right there is in my salute. Uh, Veterans Weekend, uh, Veterans Day. He, he's a good old jarhead crayon eater. Um, but uh, salute to you, my friend. Happy Veterans Day next week. Um, but hey, when, when you uh, when you're looking to do a vacation. I highly recommend you look at a cruise. We went out to Charleston, South Carolina. That's a six-hour drive. So I had to put a little over $100 gas each way to get there. I think we paid, Beth got the, got the trip. I think it was $600 for both of us. So we got a great deal. And you know, there, there you can get Wi-Fi packages added on. You can get drink packages, soda packages. And it can make the, the prices go up. We didn't do any of that this time. We thought, well, you know what? We're just going to pay for it as we go along because, I mean, when you pay $24 a day for a soda package and you only drink one soda a day, it's ridiculous, right? So, but if you if you pay uh, $5 for a soda or $4 for a soda for that one soda and it's all you drink, then you're making out. So we, we, we learned a little bit from our first two experiences. I didn't get to drink packages because I wanted to do... Um, I'll give you a little history. Last year on the drink package, it was uh, you got 12 drinks a day if they were below a certain amount. Um, so I, we got the packages, and Beth was sick the first two days. She didn't leave the, the room. I mean, if big waves, it was a rough rough trip. She got a little sick. She she's, gets a lot of ear issues, and so she was getting queasy. She didn't leave drink, so I had like 40 uh, sets of stairs that day going up and down the stairs because I would go up, I would drink a, a, a pirate punch. I'd go down and check on her. 
she uh, go on. I go up, I drink another drink. I come down and check on her. I, that's how I got 40 sets. I don't think I only had to walk three sets because um, we were up toward the, uh, I think, the sixth or seventh floor. So make sure, another thing, if it's your first time, ask for a low room down on the first or second level and stay in the middle. Stay in the center of the ship. So you don't have good views. You have no views, but you get good sleep because the rooms are dark. And you can go up and up and down, back up on the decks and walk around to get, to get sunshine. Um, you're only in your room when you're going to bed or taking a shower anyway, so that's not a big deal to have uh, the other stuff. But uh, And plus, you're in the center of the boat, so you don't get that wobble effect or rocking effect as much. And it really helps because if you get sick, it, you know, it can... And Beth, we were there this year, this trip. Beth didn't get sick as bad. She wasn't incapacitated. She, she was able to get out and, and get a lot of sun, enjoy, or enjoy the trip a lot. Uh, this time um, so if you're looking for something affordable for your family during these trying financial times look at a cruise because you'll get your money's worth food is free you can eat all you want and let me tell you I saw so many people that were it was embarrassing how big they were and how often they stayed in the chow line obviously I know why they were there that food they could eat as much as they wanted um, but, you know, and that's wrong of me for saying that, but I mean, good grief, people. Have some pride. Um, so, 2023, you folks that are watching, goals. Um, we're, we're approaching goal time. I'd like to hear what you guys think about your goals. I'm not getting any live chat other from uh, Brian. I see Anthony, Heath, and Dean. Thanks for watching, fellas. Um, Hope you guys uh, are, are doing well. Um, man, November, November, wow, I can't believe, where did our year go? Um, you know, I spent, I wrote notes when I was out on the boat, trying to, to do my year up, trying to think about where I could do better. And I'm always uh, doing after action reviews, always assessing my uh, performances, my critiquing things, what, trying to th do, spin things in my head and see how I, how I can do things better. You know, there's so many ways you can look at things. You can look at it straight on, or you can move over here and look at, at it in different degrees and see if things look the same, or if they are the same. Because, um, you know, when you look at it at different angles, it changes. It can. And I, that's, that's how I want to look at my life, my relationship with Beth, and kayak fishing. I definitely want to get better. I ain't got a whole lot of time left out here, boys. I, uh, this month I'll be 57. Um, I figure if I'm, if I'm God's willing and God's good to me, I got 10 more years of going out there and kicking the dust with you fellas, and catching some fish and riding in that kayak. And, and if I'm lucky, maybe longer. But we all know once you get a little older, it gets a little bit more difficult. To get down and in and out of those plastic boats, and you got to carry them around, you got to haul them around, lift them. So, but you know, me being with the Feel Free Fishing Team, and they got that new airship coming out. Maybe I'll be able to just uh, put it together in pieces and uh, use that uh, the uh, the tubes to blow them up and 
deflate them and make it a lot easier on the old back. Um, so love to hear from you guys. This is supposed to be an interactive show. Um, we'll take a quick break. We've been on 21 minutes. and Hopefully when I come back, you guys will uh, join in with me and we'll do a little chat. Yak Gadget, proudly supplying you with American-made products and gear. Check out yakgadget.com. Ace Resort, West Virginia's number one destination for whitewater, hiking, ziplining, and more. Check out acerap.com. Brook Supply Company, Georgia's number one go-to tie fishing supply store. Gear, accessories, and custom rigging. Look them up, westbrooksupplyco.com. Kane Outdoors, the custom plastic maker, design consultant, product reviewer, and outdoor writer. Check out more at paintoutdoors.com. Feel free kayaks. Paddle, pedal, or power. There's something for everyone. Check out feelfreeus.com. All right, guys, we're back. So, hey, make sure you get a chance. Leave a comment. Hit that like button so I can see that you're here. Um, share if you want. Would love it. And make sure you subscribe so you know that I'm, when I pop up on here every Tuesday evening, if you're driving or moving, you see it, you can hit that button and follow along while we're, while we're uh, making our way home. Um, yeah, after the, this show, I'll make sure I get all this uploaded to Anchor FM so your commuters will have the ability to listen to it while you're driving on your favorite podcast platform. Anyway, a lot of stuff going on, and uh, so I missed a, a few things while I was gone in the in the uh, fishing world and I see um, Bassmasters uh, had a little scenario situation going on with Drew Gregory where uh, it, while I was gone they had revoked his win due to a challenge due to a, a rule infraction and while I was gone apparently uh, he filed an appeal and the appeal was once that they reinstated his victory. And it begs to the question about rules. Um, last year, Hobie had a, a questionable thing that led to what they call Flexgate then, or a lot of, pl a lot of places led to call uh, the Ron Champion board flexing um, on his Hobie. And um, so that went, you know, he didn't break any rules. So, but to avoid that, they went to catchboard metal boards only, which, you know, I think most trails were going to do that anyway. Um, the hog trough, uh, great tool. It was, it, it served its purpose for all the years that it was around. But innovation has finally caught up with our sport. Um, and uh, the, the good people at Catch have a fantastic product, and it deserves to be the recognized uh, scoreboard uh, for our industry for kayak fishing. Um, but uh, my point was, I, I think um, our big trails out there to avoid these conspiracies need to do. A little bit more better, a little better job with 
defining rules. Um, now, I, I, I have not watched the show that Jimmy Skinner uh, just put out with his, his interview with Drew Gregory on the, uh, the appeal and the reinstatement, his angle of the year with Bass. And, you know, we all know uh, Drew Gregory does not have to cheat. That man is a straight-up hell of a fisherman. Um, you know, I fished with, uh, against and with Drew back during the River Bassin days, back in uh, 13, 14, 15 when he was running around. He came to West Virginia and, and ran a trail. That actually was one of my first uh, kayak fishing events. Um, was a river bass event that he put on here back in uh, March or April of 2014. Um, then he came in and fished with us in 2015, I think. Um, I mean, the dude can straight up hammer fish. He didn't have a television show. He didn't do all the stuff that he does because he can't fish. He's knowledgeable. He's experienced. He can read water. Uh, he can read lakes. Um, he can pattern fish, and the, the man doesn't have to cheat. Um, but I, I don't know how I feel about um, what happened with the bass event. And being a retired police officer, I won't make judgment until I've read and heard all the facts. But I don't like what I've, what's going on. And I think as a, as a former tournament director for over six, seven years, I ran the West Virginia Kayak Anglers. I was a tournament director with Mountain State. I, I feel like that as a tournament director and as judges, we need to make definitions that are black and white and there's no gray area. Gray area provides the ability for people to manipulate to their benefit. We need to make sure everything's black and white so there's everything's even playing field. Um, so I, I challenge uh, Bass Nation uh, to do a better job of not only in, of writing your rules, but enforcing your rules. And, you know, I mean, if there was a rule infraction and it's black and white, there should be, you shouldn't win no appeal. Um, I could appeal a, a rule violation and you, you shouldn't win it because it's black and white. I, I, I don't know how more clear we can make it. Um, I'd like to hear what you guys think um, about that. And what can we do to make kayak fishing better um, rule-wise? I mean, granted, we have came a long way. You know, in 2014, most entities out there were still scoring by paper and pen. A few were using an online database. And then we were lucky enough that Dwayne Wally, KBF, uh, created a, uh, a partnership. And Dwayne launched Tourney X in uh, 2014, maybe 15. Uh, I'm going to say 14. Um, the end of 14 anyway, into, into 15. Uh, but, uh, and now there's that fishing chaos program, which is, uh, 
I've been reaping some stuff on that. I, I haven't really fished the KBF events the past year, so I haven't been active on fishing chaos. But it seems like it, you have to update that program every time there's an iOS update or it can screw with your settings. Um, if you guys have uh, information on that, I'd love to hear it. Um, but I, 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 pr I prefer TourneyX um, because it just seems like it's not as buggy. But, you know, like I said, I haven't been on Fishing Chaos since last year. Didn't do any KBF events this year. I, well, actually, I did sign up for the Catch-22, and I caught a lot of fish. Just never uploaded any of them because my intent was to provide money for that because it's a charity event for, for veterans. And Chad Hoover, outstanding and awesome for doing that for veterans. I salute you for that. Um, we need to do more for our veterans. You know, I'm coming up here next next week will be the third year I lost my dad. And uh, my dad was an Air Force veteran. He loved veterans. He loved Veterans Day. Um, I'm hoping that these guys here in Nicholas County will have a Veterans Day parade this year because that was his legacy. That's what he uh, organized and ran for the VFW here for the last 15 years, uh, but uh, we'll see. I, I mean, I, I hope that those guys uh, do that. Um, and if they don't, you know, I, I, I can't I can't say nothing. I'm a veteran, and I need to get more involved with these guys here. Um, if, if you are a veteran, I highly encourage you to go join the VFWs in your area. If I know my, veter my VFW here, a lot of the guys are Vietnam veterans. You know, or, or Korean War. I mean, you're, you're talking uh, late '60s, even older, mid '70s, that run that organization. You know, so if you're not careful, in three to five years, that that whole organization could be gone. So take a look at that if you have time. I know I, I where I've been busy with the kayak fishing world. Heck, I haven't even been up to my hunting cabin yet. Uh, Beth and I, we've had. We feel bad about that. I mean, this sport is so addictive. Kayak fishing is addictive. And am I wrong? You tell me I'm wrong, but I, I don't think I'm wrong. Uh, ever since I have fallen in love with this sport, I haven't picked up my bow because I'm always planning a trip to go somewhere. Um, and hey, Brian Schiller, congratulations on that six-point buck. I'm looking forward to a few burgers from you, Big Daddy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, this sport is really just, uh, it, it's its overtaken me the last seven years. And, uh, you know, I'm doing this weekly. Right after I get off this show, I will be jumping on on the Feel Free Fishing Team page at uh, 8 p.m. Come join. Come join us. And uh, we're going to host a show there with all the guys from the, around the nation and we'll just talk about feel free feel free products but um, so I, I've hit a few of my points the point one was that I want to challenge all the big national trails do better do better let's not have drama and controversy when you name a winner he's a winner he's met all the all the rules, he's, he's done everything right. Um, 
And you know, guys, kayak anglers, stop whining. Stop being drama queens. I mean, if you lose, you lose. Be a man, accept it. You know, don't go looking at people's fish to try to find uh, small things wrong with it so you can challenge them. You know, what's it gonna hurt? I mean, it, it, there's judges there. They're gonna look at it. They're gonna review it. And you know what? That's one of the things I loved about when I was with West Virginia kayak anglers. You know, uh, we we ran our, our tournaments on Tourney X on our online stuff, but when we did stuff uh, here local, we had a pen and paper tournament trail. And we had a three judging system. So the, the first judge would be a peer judge. And he would look at your fish, I would look at his fish. We would score them. You know, both of us are looking at them. We can agree or we can disagree. We can look at it, we score them, we both sign the form, turn it in. And then once that was turned in, if you were in the top whatever, 10, 15, if you were up in the money or near the money, there was a second judge that looked at your pictures. So then if you were in the top 10 and you were in the money, the tournament director and a, a lead judge would score, make the final review tournament and then it was submitted and done so it, it, it was effective it worked and for we did it like that for three years and you don't have guys spend money on, on tourney x and that money goes back in your prize granted it's five bucks but five bucks when you have 70 guys that's 350 dollars it gets to go out spread out by 10 people or eight people or however many depending on how you pay out um and you know, I was looking at my bank statement. I, I'm, I haven't fished, and this is my fault. Fishing Chaos charged me another three ninety nine because I haven't went in and turned off of where they, they charge me monthly. What a racket! I mean, so whew, oh, you get me. I'm getting fired up here thinking about uh, cheating and drama. We don't need it. We're men. We're adults. Um, Gray areas don't stay out of them. If it's black and white, and be in, know the spirit of the intent. If you don't know what, uh, if 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 there's a log jam blocking the lake, or a beaver dam, and you're looking at it, and it's blocking that water, but the, all that water's in play. But there's a rule that says that you cannot portage, that you cannot drag around obstruction. Then it's out of play. I mean, don't try, unless, you, unless you're there pre-fishing. Now, I, I did see this. Somebody did this at the, at, at the KBF National Championship back in uh, 2015 at Kentucky Lake. Um, somebody went in, went, went in with a chainsaw, and they cut them a path through a beaver dam. So, but, I mean, it, the, the water was the same level. It was just blocked. He went in and cut it with a chainsaw so he could get in and get out. Now, my question to you, is that legal? Is that by the rule, letter of the intent rule, are you impeded? Or did you clear yourself a path? It's still, an, I mean, we need to do better. And I challenge all of the large 
trails, and you know what, our local trails. Make it clear. Let's let's train our anglers that go from because everything everybody steps up. It's just like all sports. You play pee wee. You go to little league. You go to minor minor league, little league, senior league, up to high school baseball, and then college baseball. Well, kayak fishing is no different. Everybody starts off somewhere. Most of the time, guys will start off on an online tournament so they can figure out what they're going wrong. So online rules, be clear. Okay, and then when you go to a local club, local tournament directors, local judges, make the rules solid, make them clear, make them where people cannot uh, deviate. They cannot find gray areas, look for ways to get around that. And let's stop trying to do that, guys. Follow the spirit of the rule. Follow the rule. If, if it's an obstruction, don't find a way around it. Don't look, try to find a way around it to go up to your honey hole that you know that's 35 miles up, or, up a creek. Um, fish where you're at. Go to plan B. And if, you know, so many people nowadays on these large trails, I mean, it ain't uncommon to hear people taking off a week to 10 days. Don't tell me you don't have a plan B. Um, and if you know that that water's off limits and you know there's an obstruction, um, don't fish it anyway. Maybe call that tournament director, show him some photographs of the obstruction, show him where it's at on GPS, get a clarification so there's not a controversy after the fact. Anyway, that's my take on it. I hate drama. I don't like. I don't want to see us bicker. I want us to see us, as Brian Schiller points out there, he's just going to have two more. Let's have two more. Let's go after the fact, shake a man's hand, tell him great job, pat him on the back, buy him a drink, and talk about our day without going back to the room, pulling up and, and scrutinizing fish. If you're that competitive, you got a problem. I love to win, and I love to be. I'm competitive too, but uh, I think most of us guys here in West Virginia, there's also a level of respect, and we all have integrity. And I, I really feel nationwide, we all do in this group. I've I've been around. I know so many people from so many states that I've fished with over the years, and I love this sport. And I love the people in it. But we, we maybe we need to start weeding out a few of the bad eggs. I don't know, um, or at least. Make sure that we have people in the positions that have the backbone to enforce rules. What do you think? Anyway. Veterans, I have a great show lined up next week. Been working on it. Um, didn't, since I hadn't uh, planned on doing much for this week and just rambling on thoughts and getting caught up. Um, but I have been working with some graphics like I did here with Jimmy. Um, there we go. Like with the Jimmy Burgess graphic here. You know, I want to salute you guys. I've, I've got the video already set up. I've got um, some other stuff. And, uh, if you'd like to be part of the show, I'd like to tell some stories about uh, what you've done, what where you've been, uh, something funny, something scary, um, let's hear it. And you know, it's, uh, when I was on the cruise, 
I went to, it's one of the things, they have a lot of activities on cruises. And one of them was a veterans out, outreach. So I went to the auditorium and there were probably about, oh, I'd say 200, 250 people that were in the military there from all, all the branches. Hey, Michael, thanks for liking Big Daddy. And, you know, um, one of the guys really struck my chord. He, he really, really struck my chord. And he was talking about, he was a, a, a retired first sergeant from the Army. And he was talking about his dad, who had been in World War II. And uh, apparently, his dad was, was one hell of a man. Uh, but he never talked about, and, and you go, you know, a lot of the veterans, I mean, even... I've, nobody asks me about what I've done, and I, I, you know, I have a few things that I could share um, with people, but you know, I, most of it was just your average, everyday uh, details and patrols and things like that. Um, but you know, there were some activities that we got involved in that, that were that were tight, and uh, but you know, his his dad. Apparently, joined the military at the age of 17, uh, made E-9 in 11 years, and during the, the, the World War II, it was was at several battles. I, I believe he said he was involved in Midway, so he might have been in the Navy. I think he was in the Navy. But he made E-9 in 11 years, and then uh, apparently the... Uh, captain or admiral that was in charge of his ship or fleet or whatever came to him specifically on the spot, on the boat, wherever they were at, and promoted him, uh, and commissioned him on the spot. And then that, that his father continued on, finished out his service, and retired. And apparently had several awards for his, for uh, the stuff that he did. But they didn't know about it till he, till he died right before he died so you know when you're you know they didn't know what to write in his obituary that's what all this sort of started coming up um, so he's like you know talk to your talk to your people uh, talk to your family members talk to the military guys that have been your family learn about what they did uh, try to find out about their awards or what they where they've been what they did while they were overseas um, some guys have are still suffering from PTSD, but you never. Some guys, maybe after 20, 25, 30, 40 years, even longer, may have the ability to talk about some of the things they experienced and share it with you, um, so um, you can share uh, their accomplishments and their uh, the things that they had to go through. Um, I, I can remember my dad's story. Uh, he was in the Air Force during Vietnam, and uh, you know, again, again, this is probably something I should share for next week. And you know what, I will, I will save it for next week. But uh, I, I look forward to you guys reaching out to me and talking to me about what uh, what you've done um, for next week's show. Uh, would love to hear your opinions if you want to send them to me, or your thoughts on what we can do to grow the sport make the sport better, solidify our rules, and try to make them. I would love to see Bass Nation, Hobie, KBF, and all of them uh, 
inter interweave their, their rules a little bit so that, you know, that it's not so difficult for people to change when they go from one format to another. But, you know, that's, that's part of the game, too. You got to read the rules. You got to know what you're doing when you go fish the events. Um, so, if you are that angler, angler responsibility is so so huge. Be responsible. You know. Uh, anyway, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me, Brian Schiller. Thanks, Big Daddy, for jumping on, making a few comments. Uh, let's see. I had uh, Dean, uh, Jonathan Abshire, Kenny Husk, Michael, Jason West, all you guys, Heath, Anthony. Uh, appreciate you all stopping by the show. And uh, if you're not doing anything, come check me and Jason and the rest of the guys out later here in about uh, 45 minutes on the Feel Free Fishing King page as we get into talking uh, Feel Free Kayaks. I'm going to shut, up, shut the screen off here or start to work my way off, logging off here. But I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope uh, I didn't offend anybody, uh, and uh, disclaimer, uh, being this is all my opinion, and my opinion only, and I'm not affiliated, these opinions are not affiliated with Brian, Paddle and Finn, or anything like that. I just wanted to voice out, you know, let's quit looking for the edge, you know, in the wrong way. Let's, let's fish responsibly. Let's be responsible. Let's do it with integrity. Let's not be challenged. No, no one ever challenged your integrity. The integrity is everything you have. And Michael, nothing but love for you. Thanks for stopping in. Everybody have a great day. And I'll catch you next Tuesday, same time, same place.